episode 579 comes to you live on the 14th of October 2022. We are just one and a half days away from the start of the witty and over glamorous and over publicized 20 over World Cup. Of course, it starts with the qualifiers, but it officially starts. which means this is an open tournament and what does the term open tournament mean there are no favorites of course you want your own country to win to add the jingoism and the pseudo nationalism but let's avoid that for now at this point no team is favorite all 12 teams have a chance which means each team has an 8.333% chance and it's going to be very interesting no team has any advantage it doesn't matter whether australia is playing in their own home ground and they're acclimatized to conditions and there are big boundaries and unlike other grounds in other parts of the world new factor may not be a factor winning the toss and batting first may be advantageous for teams these things are academic and at this point these are only discussions for pseudo experts what actually happens out there is for the team management the captain to coach the two most important leadership positions to take a final call that is why no advantage no home supremacy it doesn't matter if teams preparing before this have done well if some teams have not played a proper tournament days before and there's a gap of 14 15 days the last time they played a proper tournament in different conditions conditions are a state of mind and that is why according to me a swot analysis of this particular tournament is not needed but what will be interesting is that each team has seven matches to make sure that they go on to win this particular trophy and we could have a totally new champion we could have former champions adding to the trophy we could have teams waiting for a longer duration adding to the trophy so it will be a very interesting tournament not that tournaments before this have not been interesting but just the way this tournament has been publicized time and time again just the way the conversations around it have ensued let's given for the fact that for the first time there is some skin in the game even from my side before this there were no issues every team was settled but things have changed in the past 12 months and period before that some players are new some players are unsettled one doesn't know what the future holds for a few players who are between 35 plus or between 32 and 35 how long will these individuals be able to play hold on to their position what will the vanilla selection committee think that whether these players should continue to play maybe the next tournament because the next tournament will be four years away there's also a 50 over tournament which could be the final major world cup tournament for a few players and as a super coach this could be the last tournament for the likes of Aaron Finch, David Warner, maybe even someone like Glenn Maxwell, Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, 
Shakib Al Hassan, who have, who have been playing right from the first inaugural World Cup, because these individuals are already in that super, super senior citizen stage. They are young by normal standards, but they are silver head by sporting standards. So the likes of Shakib Al Hassan. Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Dinesh Karthik, Aaron Finch, David Warner, Glenn Maxwell, all these individuals would want to go on a high. There are some players from other teams which discuss them as well, but these are some of the players who have been playing right from a very long time. So they would like to end the tournament on a positive note. So even if we have to do a fictional sport analysis, let's just do a fictional sport analysis of all the teams. Sport analysis for which S is strength. All the team strength is their batting. Each team rely on their batting to have a chance if they have to chase a score or put up a big score. So batting is their strength. Balling is their semi strength. Weakness, but weakness for most of the team could have been death over bowling, but it will be their own ego which will be their weakness. Which means winning the toss and bowling first. If we have to get too technical about such discussions, winning the toss and bowling first could be a weakness, not because they cannot chase. But defending a score would be more prudent when it comes to World Cup situations. Which means the weakness for each team would not be technical, it will be more on the decision-making process. Because rain is going to play a huge role in this tournament, so it might force teams to bowl first. But for me, such things will be relevant. If you go by what has happened, there was a Australia-England match happening and Rain came, rain went. One thought the rain has relented, the match started. Then the rain came back again, and there was a cutoff period which the umpires and the official involved had to take a call. Eventually, the match was washed out, and it wasn't a World Cup game. But will rain play a huge role? Yes, not only will rain play a huge role, but emotions. And emotion will be seen more from the side of what one calls the subcontinental teams, which means the likes of Afghanistan, India, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, and their neighbors. These teams, the emotional part will be at 75%, 80% pre tournament. That's how it has been. That's how the advertisements have been curated. Imagine what will happen once the tournament starts. Full houses, when these teams will be involved, the way the crowd will go hysterical when these teams will win or lose, the way the pseudo media will explode on the results, the way the other mainstream media will explode in laughter or sadness, and there will be days and days of discussion what went well, what didn't go well, which strategies should have been put forward. I don't know about non-subcontinental team which means so-called the western teams how their media response they also do but i'm not privy to that 
So I'm going to focus on the emotions of the team that I know show their emotions as they say wear their heart on their sleeves. Not only the players, but the players are influenced by the audience, the spectators. The spectators are influenced by the performance of their idols, which I do not believe is the right terminology, but we can go with that terminology for now. So that's how this tournament will shape up. Rain will play a role and so will rabble ants. You will see ants getting more and more aggressive, more and more paradoxical. There will be parody as more and more ads are curated and they are not going to stop until the last match or the finals. Whether it's a positive result for any of the teams, especially these five teams or a negative result for these five teams in terms of being knocked out at the group stage or at the semi-final stage or reaching the finals, it's going to be very interesting. And that's how this tournament shapes up. But while we are getting excited about this men's tournament, we have done what we always do to a women's tournament. We just put it on the side burner and say, okay, it's happening. Why are we getting excited? But it's the women's Asian Champions Trophy, which has been happening for the last 15 days. And there has been no conversation around it, no pre-match discussion, no post-match discussion, not one Indian commentator or pseudo-expert involved in the discussions, which is shameful to say the least. India went on to beat Thailand in semi-final one of this tournament. Did you even know about it? Well, if you were aware of it, that's good. If you are not aware of it, well, now you know about it. India made 148 and Thailand were limited to 74. Now, some individual would say 148 is not a great score. But it's not a men's tournament. It's a women's tournament. And in the women's tournament, one, forget 148. You can even defend 108. You can defend 120 as happened in the Sri Lanka semi-final where Sri Lanka defended 122. So in the women's game, it works differently. It works in mysterious ways. The way the women's game functions, the way our attitude towards it is, it's almost like the Bermuda Triangle. One doesn't know what will happen. Well, now India is in the finals, something which the men's team could not do as far as the Asian Champions Trophy is concerned. Men's Asian Champions Trophy is concerned. They will face Sri Lanka tomorrow in a mouth watering semi mouth watering final and i am all excited about it yes there has been no discussion but then wouldn't you be excited in a sri lanka india final this is a good opportunity for the women's team after coming so close in the 2020 world cup they went to the final but they could not have the trophy in their hands in the 2022 World Cup where they were almost through to the knockout stages but some decisions off the field and on the field cost them an opportunity. Now there's a Women's World Cup which is due to take place next year and these tournaments are going to be important because let's make it clear. There are not too many women's tournaments which are happening. Women's tournament happened at a premium 
for women these six for these women these six seven matches were a luxury when they will play a proper tournament next time well i have looked at the schedule and india doesn't have a single tournament whether it's a private tournament or a tri series kind of a tournament or any kind of a tournament india does not the women's division does not have any more games to play before they play the world cup maybe they will be added later on but at this point of time this could be the women's team's last major match before they play the T20 World Cup in South Africa starting somewhere in February and March so this match becomes very important now both teams are good and in 20 overs it's difficult to predict which team has a greater chance but just hypothetically let's say india goes on to win it's not a world cup we haven't faced teams like west indies and australia and england and south africa and new zealand so one could argue that we haven't faced the best of teams but then if it's a asian champions trophy you would only face teams from the regional point of view and from the regional point of view the teams have done well so just for a moment a hypothetical moment india goes on to win this how will the world react how will the pseudo media react how will the print electronic media react will there be a mention on the first page i have my doubts that for a women's team winning or even coming close even if they are runners up will there be even a mention on the first page because the moment the men's team wins loses whatever happens 50% of the first page is dedicated to that particular moment whether it's hockey tennis badminton even when a women's player wins in badminton the first page is given some kind of dedication or the dedication is given to them through the first page even in hockey they are given enough page coverage and length cricket it's a different ball game we haven't we have come close in so many tournaments 2017 final 2020 final 2022 knockout stages we were close yet the finish line was far away and therefore this tournament is important but it won't affect the way the women's game is played in this country it's given a step motherly treatment it will continue to receive that step motherly treatment the second class citizen treatment they won't suddenly be showered with money winning from the top that's not going to happen but it will certainly change a few things it will give the team the confidence that we have done well at the regional level now do we have the strength stamina and to be have enough left in the tank to do well at the world cup level now this is a very good chance because in 2020 the final was reached it wasn't breached but it was reached 2017 also there were a few moments where we had our chances but we could not grab those chances and can is it possible that the women's team wins this particular trophy and a month later the men's team goes on to win red red trophy well it's difficult to say i'm not going to predict that which men's team will win 
But let's get into the jingoism stage and let's say that India has a chance. India has a 50% chance and other teams combined have a 50% chance. Let's go with that sort of jingoism and pseudo-nationalism for a while so that a few listeners can be excited and the hysteria comes out in the open. That is the most important thing in this entire discussion. There are other tournaments also happening. Similarly, you have the Women's Junior Under-17 World Cup, but it's not being telecasted on any sports channel, not a private one, not even the national public broadcaster. No sports channel is doing a live coverage of the Under-17 Women's World Cup. So those who don't have access to newspapers and they are not very active on pseudo-media. Well, if you don't have newspapers, you are on pseudo-media. But your interests may be different unless a pop-up comes and says that India is playing their Under-17 World Cup. But I have my doubt that even pseudo-media will talk about this in a very aggressive manner unless the team wins some matches. So those who don't have access to newspapers find television news to be violent and aggressive and a waste of time. I won't argue with those individuals and the mention of this tournament on pseudo-media is not at that level which it should be. Then you won't even know that there's an under-17 women's World Cup happening. There was a threat that this tournament could be cancelled but things were deemed normal, sanity prevailed and this tournament was given the go-ahead by the International Football Federation and the tournament is happening. But just look at the tournament. It's not a football world cup, it's stars in the week which will make the entire nation go crazy as it often does as it did in 2018-2014 and years before that. It's not the men's under 17 which still would have generated some amount of interest as it was. It's a women's world cup, it's an under 17 world cup and it's not being telecasted on any channel. The discussions are not happening with that place. We know what kind of treatment we give to our women's division, whatever be the sport. We either overhype them too much like you have done with a few individuals or we just push them away like you often do with certain sports. But back to this particular match, the finals, who do I think can win? Well, if you have reached the final of a tournament, well done. You have come past other teams, you have defeated them. There was a bit of a hiccup when India lost to Pakistan and that particular defeat came on the first page, it came in the middle pages, it came in the last page, it was discussed in the pseudo-media, it was discussed in the print electronic media. So that's how things are when you play a certain country irrespective of the gender. India-Sri Lanka doesn't generate that kind of rivalry. We often overhype the rivalry between India and the other neighbours. But India-Sri Lanka doesn't get that kind of rivalry because we don't overhype and over-exaggerate the rivalry beyond the sport as well. We overhype and over-exaggerate the rivalry of our Western neighbours to extents which I find it to be hilarious, but that's a discussion for another day. So India-Sri Lanka finals, well, who knows who has a chance. In the women's division, 
team batting first will always have an advantage if they can get to 130 140 that's good enough you may think 140 is not good as i said the wins division works in mysterious ways like the bermuda triangle you don't know what's going to happen india would score 150 sri lanka could chase it down sri lanka would be bowled out for 120 india despite being let's say 17 in 12 overs needing 50 of 6 overs still would not be able to chase it down because that's how the mind works that's how the entire infrastructure in the entire ecosystem of the women's division works and this will not change at least for the next few years it's all in the mind it's all at the mind level not at the technical level because the women's division team are skilled enough to even chase 200 but first we have to reach 200 to chase 200 and 200 is something which it can be cleared easily by the men's division the men's division doesn't work that way so what will happen tomorrow that to in the afternoon it's not a day and night match that's how these matches are played the men's division matches usually are preferred to be ended before it gets too dark for whatever reasons so at 1 pm if you are interested to watch this particular game go ahead watch it if you miss it you can always watch the replay or i'll discuss it in the next episode Episode 580 will be live on the 17th of October 2022.